there's something really interesting I've noticed about parents, being one myself and being in the business of feeding kids, and it's that we get this huge amount of pride and satisfaction when our kid eats their vegetables. Where does that come from? Do you think it's because we are always told to eat them growing up, so we view this as an accomplishment? Is it because we like feel some sort of ownership or maybe obligation to teach them and we feel like we're fulfilling that duty when they eat the vegetables? Like it almost feels like a party trick sometimes when you watch them eat a vegetable that you prepared, right? <laughs> like, oh, they did it. I I honestly don't know the answer here. I just know that we put a lot of pressure and burden on ourselves, especially as moms, you feel like it's your job for them to eat well. And so you often will feel a sensation of success or failure based on what they eat or don't eat at a meal. And veggies can feel like the pinnacle of that success. It's something tangible we can point to that says, you're doing a good job raising this tiny human. We don't get a lot of those moments throughout the day and they're not like, thanks mom, you're really doing a great job. (laughs) That never happens. Sometimes I say that out loud to myself though. And my kids will kind of look at me like, why are you talking to yourself? But every once in a while, especially now that Teddy's a little bit older, when I'm like, thanks, mom, he'll say thanks, mom. So it works in the long run. So the problem here, the veggie thing, is that as a registered dietitian nutritionist, I understand the full picture of their nutrition and everything that goes into a child's healthy diet. And I know that they can still get what they need nutritionally if they don't eat any veggies, or if they eat very few. And the reason I say this is a problem is because it's something that we don't really know. This is something that should be like in a parenting handbook that no one gets, but we need to, so that we don't feel crappy about ourselves when our kids hate vegetables and love sweets, and maybe they love fruit, which is a bonus, but if they hate vegetables, like, that's pretty normal. So even though I'm going to give you tips today on how to get them to eat more veggies, I want you to breathe a little easier, knowing that this is not the only path towards parenting domination. A lot of times you're fighting against genetics when we're talking about picky eating, and that's not an easy battle. Two things are true. Veggies are healthy and wonderful and important, and your child can be healthy and wonderful and important regardless of whether they eat zero veggies or five servings a day. Welcome back to Feeding Toddlers Made Easy, where I nerd out on nutrition for kids and try to make this one piece of parenting less stressful and easier on you. I'm Casey Barnes. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. I have a master of clinical nutrition. I'm a mom. If you like this podcast as a resource for feeding your kids, make sure to follow it. And also leave me a five-star rating and review because it would make me happy. And it helps other parents find the podcast, which means you're helping them get solid research back advice instead of whatever random Facebook person has to say about feeding kids. And that's like a major public service that you're doing. There's a few key strategies when you're looking to get them to eat more vegetables. Actually, my brain is kind of overflowing right now because I have so many ideas. It's literally like a tidal wave in my brain, and I want to tell you all the things. But I do do that inside of Simple Steps to Picky Wins, my membership for picky eaters to actually get them to eat new foods. But I'm going to break down some of the key things that you need to know today 
like some of the easiest ways to get your kids and your toddlers to eat more vegetables or maybe like entertain the idea of not throwing it off their plate or not ignoring it completely. Number one, I'll start with kind of like a mistake that a lot of us make, and that would be to put a serving on their plate, like probably an adult-sized serving or something that we think we would eat or how much we wish they would eat of a vegetable. But what I'd like you to do instead is include veggies, especially include them in foods they already like, kind of as like the backup singers and not Beyonce. So the veggies are not the star of the show, like they're not stealing all the spotlight because we need to start in a place where they are more comfortable. So include the vegetables as an ingredient that's not overpowering. Maybe they don't even taste the vegetable. That's a totally fine place to start so we can get over their fear of that food being terrible. That means they can know the vegetable is in the food, and what's even better is if you can get them to add the vegetable in themselves while you're cooking or preparing the food, get them in there with you. So here's some examples, like putting veggies into a smoothie, some that work really well. Of course, you know, spinach, kale, avocado, it makes smoothies like really creamy, sweet potato, same thing, adds creaminess, butternut squash, pumpkin, raw zucchini, those all work. I'll link some of my healthy smoothie recipes in the show notes for you. Muffins, the key here is that they know the vegetable is in there. So like I have this delicious zucchini banana bread muffin recipe. They don't taste like zucchini, but if you have your little one helping you make it, putting the zucchini in there, then they know, okay, I am eating this zucchini and I didn't die. Like, that's a helpful place to start. If they're feeling adventurous, they may even taste the ingredients as they add them into the recipe. And I'll link that recipe in the show notes too. I also have this sweet potato muffin recipe that actually kind of reminds me of a corn muffin when I think about like, it's just kind of like a plain taste, but you're getting that vegetable in there. It doesn't scream sweet potato. My kids will not eat plain sweet potatoes and they like this muffin. And I have some other recipes on my site that do this where we're kind of incorporating a little bit of a vegetable into something they like, like a pumpkin pie yogurt recipe, sweet potato pancakes. I'll link this all up for you. Moving on to getting kids to eat vegetables, tactic number two. Dips and sauces are your friends. Let your child indulge in using their carrot or their celery stick as a vehicle for ranch or ketchup or mayonnaise. I really don't care what it is. They could dip it in honey and I would be happy. They will not always choose to eat ranch as an entire food group. So let them eat it now. I personally, as a kid, I remember I used to wrap green beans, raw green beans in American cheese. No one ever made me feel bad about it. I love to eat green beans on their own right now. I'm sure you have stories of like weird stuff you ate as a kid that you don't eat now. So they're not going to do that forever. But the reason that I like this strategy is however they like to eat it, encourage that. There are plenty of times you get food as an adult and you modify it to your liking. Maybe you add hot sauce or you add salt and pepper, ranch, whatever it is that you like. And it's good for kids to have that skill to modify food to their liking. Because the reality is right now they don't make 99% of their food. And it's very likely that it's not always going to be the way they like it. That's okay you're not a magician. So instead of not eating it or forcing you to remake it differently for them, 
They can make it how they want with those condiments. My son used to put jelly on top of his grilled cheese sandwiches. Where did he even come up with that idea? I don't know, but he loved it. And it was great because I could make the grilled cheese, he would add his jelly, and everybody's happy. Let's talk some toddler-specific strategies here. And this can work with older kids too, but it especially appeals to the toddler crowd. So your one, two, three-year-old, make their vegetables cute. Make it fun. They love anything that is fun. So grab a set of these veggie shape cutters. I have them linked in the show notes. You can get them on Amazon. A cucumber heart or a cucumber star is way more exciting than a regular old slice of cucumber. You can give raw veggies to your toddlers. You just want to slice them nice and thin. You can even shred them to start if you're nervous about the texture. Veggies that are good with these little shape cutters are like cucumber. I just will get one of those English cucumbers that doesn't have all the seeds inside and then cut it into long strips and then make little shape cutters. And yes, you will have leftovers of random weird pieces. I just chop those up and throw them into a salad for myself. Bell pepper is another good one, any color. Raw zucchini is pretty similar to raw cucumber. My kids will eat it. Thin sliced carrots, good too. Broccoli stalk. So if you get the whole head of broccoli and then you have that long stalk, you'll slice off the the outside is kind of like thicker and not as easy to eat, but you can get that inner part of the broccoli stalk and then slice that into slices, kind of the way that you would have a cucumber long slice and then use the veggie cutters for that. Or just make a little face on their plate. You can be the least artistic, least crafty person in the universe and easily pull this off with something like cutting carrots into half moon thin slices make two eyes, make the nose, you get it, you know, you can do that. Think about what it looks like when they draw something. It's like, I think my daughter, when she tells me, oh, I drew you, it's like a squiggly ball. So they have really low expectations, but they do appreciate your effort to make it fun. Food picks are another one that works. I will link this too. This works for older kids too. It just brings some more life to the plate. There's so many different ones that you can choose from little characters, all kinds of stuff. It's just pure fun. It's kind of the same way, like if my kids find a banana at the grocery store that has, what are those little characters called? Minions, a minion sticker on it. It's so exciting. It's so simple. It's a little sticker. So they really do appreciate some of those little things. Our number four tip is don't bribe them. Bribing can work in the short term. But in the longer term, it teaches them that they have to suffer through their veggies or choke them down as opposed to actually learning to enjoy them. So I want you to take the long game here and know that like, yes, you could say, hey, if you eat three bites of broccoli, I will give you ice cream. That's probably going to work. But they're never going to learn to like really enjoy the broccoli or think like, oh, I could like broccoli when you're just telling them, like, you have to do this terrible thing. So let's avoid that. Now, let's talk for a second about what happens if you don't eat vegetables or your toddler doesn't eat any vegetables. You may have to work harder to get in enough produce servings for the day to hit fiber goals, vitamin and mineral targets. So I do want you to include fruit in place of vegetables when vegetables, you're serving them, they're not really eating much, you can definitely lean on fruit. 
You may even want to include fruit at dinner, which is totally okay. For some people, it feels weird or wrong to serve fruit at dinner. I didn't grow up ever having fruit at dinner, so like that was a little bit of a strange adjustment for me, but it's totally okay, especially if it means that your toddler is going to get or your child is going to get more produce in that day. The more opportunities they get, the better. However, if they are the kid who eats only fruit and nothing else, then you don't have to serve it every single meal, especially because they might get diarrhea at that point. You also want to think about getting in a variety of colors. So whether they're eating vegetables or not, this is the easiest way to make sure you're hitting different nutrients. Each color family has a little something different going for it. All brightly colored fruits and veggies have antioxidants. It's truly amazing. Like, you can help fight diseases like cancer and cardiovascular disease with one example I'll give you is anthocyanins. They are found in, like, the deep red, purple, blue ones like blueberries, strawberries, even the juices of those fruits, red and purple grapes, cherries, eggplants, black plums, red cabbages. It's kind of like most people have heard of lycopene. That's the one that's in tomatoes. It's an antioxidant. So beyond the vitamins and minerals and the fiber, there's all these other really amazing disease-fighting, health-promoting agents. Even white, like onions and garlic, they have polyphenols. That can help with chronic inflammation. Even cucumbers. Cucumbers have antioxidants. Bananas have antioxidants. I feel like a lot of times people think like, uh, whatever, they're just not like bananas are only sugar or like cucumbers are just mostly water. It's still worth it. Any plant, go for it. Like never feel like any veggies or fruits aren't worth it. I'm telling you the health promoting benefits are huge. Produce is powerful. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> okay. How to sneak veggies into food for toddlers. This is a question that I get a lot. How do I sneak in the veggies? And what I will say to you is that I don't want you to sneak. You can mask, but we don't want to lie to them or, you know, when they're fairly young, they're probably not going to ask any questions. And if you can add something in and they don't really care, that's totally fine. But when they get older and they are aware of what's going into everything that you're making, they're very cautious about certain foods, I do not want you to try, like, yes, you could try to, like, I kind of wanted to do this yesterday. My husband was like, that's weird. My son loves mashed avocado, like in tortillas or on toast or whatever. And I was like, what if I added some mashed beans? And my husband's like, that's weird. Don't do it. And it's like, I could have added two mashed beans to it without him noticing, I'm sure. But if he somehow figured me out, then he would be less trusting of me and be upset. Like, why did you do that? Why did you lie to me? It feels like a breaking of trust for them. So it's not worth it to try to hide it for that little nutrition benefit. It's better to start small. So here are the ways that you can kind of like, again, I don't want to say the word sneak, but like, make less noticeable so that you can incorporate it into other things they like, starting with really, really small amounts. So for example, I posted this on Instagram and people were like, why are you lying to your kids? And I'm like, no, I'm not. What I said was that if they like, say, just plain pasta and you're like, I really want to try and get a tomato sauce into there, I would start with one drop. 
they can absolutely watch you put that one drop in there and you say, uh, like, here, I'm adding some tomato sauce. It's going to be completely undetectable on their food. But the point is, they know that it's there. They're like, oh, I like this because it tastes exactly the same as when I normally have plain pasta because I added one drop. And then the next time you add a little bit more. So starting with those really, really, really small amounts that feel almost to have no purpose at all, that's actually a really good starting place. Sprinkles. I love making little veggie sprinkles like with the very teeny tips of the broccoli, you just kind of like shave off of raw broccoli the edges and you get like these really fun little green sprinkles and some kids will think that's fun. I, When my kids were little, I would do like pretzel sticks that I would dip into hummus and then sprinkle the broccoli sprinkles on top. Smoothies, like I mentioned before, where it's not going to taste like the vegetable, but you can add some in sauces. I have this veggie-packed tomato sauce recipe on my site that I will share in the show notes or baking it into muffins also, as I mentioned before. Okay, I have links for my favorite things like the little veggie shape cutters that's all in the show notes, all these ideas and recipes, so you can link back to that. MomKnowsNutrition.com forward slash podcast or wherever you're listening to this, there should be a direct link there. And remember, it is okay if they don't eat a ton of veggies or they like them floating in a sea of ketchup right now. This is like a years-long process, and for most kids, it does not happen overnight. But I love that you're here, that you're committed to their health and their nutrition because it will serve them well. If they are picky, I want you to grab a copy of my Picky Eater Starter Guide. I will link that for you. It's free. It will really help you get moving in the right direction with them. And then I'd love for you to join me inside Simple Steps to Picky Wins. This is my Picky Eater membership program where you will get the support you need to actually get them trying new foods, to feel good about the effort that you're putting in, knowing that you are doing the right things for them. And you'll be right there with other parents who are also just trying to do the right thing for their little ones. My son used to be so picky, and this is why I'm extra passionate about providing really great support to parents who are going through the same thing, because you have to feed your kid at least three times a day. That's not including snacks. You probably are doing it five times a day. When you think about how many times a year that you're doing that, and if it's hard, if they don't like a lot of foods that you're trying to make or you want to make, that's a painful thing to go through every single day. And I know you want better for them. I know you want it to be easier on you. And we can do that together. So all the info is at the link in the show notes. I'll talk to you next week.